following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio. And I am here with Deanne Kloon from Seniors Better Together. And we have been talking in our first segment a little bit about senior living and what is the industry like and really what's the difference between everything and how does it all work and there's a million questions especially now in these days people are concerned they have questions they don't know what to do with their loved one and so obviously we're here to answer a lot of those questions but most importantly make you all aware of a wonderful new site out called seniorsbettertogether.com and Deanne, I am so glad you're here. So, you know, during this time, we still have families that are concerned about mom or dad being home alone or living, you know, um, independently. And may they may be a fall risk. They may be concerned about certain things. And, you know, they, I, I would say probably one of the biggest questions that I always get is, when is it time? What do I, you know, when is the time when I really need to kind of encourage this? And how do we do all this? And how do we pick a community and all those things? So Deanne, how does this all come to be with families? That is such a great question. Um, and I think it in, depends in large part on where the person is at in their life journey, in their life stage, mm-hmm. and what their health condition is. And so, you know, we have a lot of independent living communities out there that don't offer any sort of care or, um, you know, assistance on an individual basis that are really lifestyle oriented. And so these are great communities of choice for people that are just wanting to right. downsize or relieve themselves of burdens of homeownership mm-hmm. um, or seek a more, seek a more richer lo- lo- a social lifestyle uh, with a group of mm-hmm. peers. But then when it comes to, you know, people who have kind of gone into the area of feeling like they could use a little help on a daily basis with, it's just too hard to manage daily things on your own anymore then that's where we kind of see the crossover into assisted living. And Mm -hmm. generally speaking, you know, this is really where uh, family members, friends, even spouses kind of take on more of of the role Mm -hmm. of shopping for a community for someone else. But most importantly, if that's, even if that's the case, I want, I want people who are actually making the move to be so actively involved and be so, um, you right. know, engaged in the choice and be happy with it. Right. I heard a statistic not too long ago, and I don't remember where it came from. So I apologize to our listeners. I'll have to look it up. But it said something about major decisions for seniors over the age of 65 in, excuse me, over the age of 75. If they're making a decision over 80% of the time, they will involve an adult child to be involved mm-hmm. in that decision. Is that correct? Yes. I, I can't quote a, a you know, the <laughs> dedicated statistic, but in my experience, yes, we do see that um, even for independent living, living, people just want mm-hmm. to get opinions of others that they trust. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's great. That's great. And I think the other thing that for our listeners is, 
it's very, very natural and normal for a senior to want to resist change, even though they might be in a situation where their home is not supporting them, um, where they might be a fall risk, accident prone. Maybe they're not, you know, they're not doing well in, you know, their everyday uh, you know, activities of daily living. You're, you know, if you're an adult child and you're concerned about your parent, most likely that's probably the time to start looking at options. And one of those options could mean a senior living community. Not all the time. Maybe they do well with a little bit of home care or maybe, you know, it's, it's, there's another option. But one of the things I think that's great about the senior living aspect of this is the social interaction. And I know that um, being isolated can be a very detrimental thing for a senior. It can provide a lot of risk factors such as, you know, um, they could fall and nobody's there to, to be, you know, to help them. Um, there's all different types of scenarios that could happen if, if the senior is living isolated like that. And especially during times of COVID, you're probably seeing a lot more in the way of depression and anxiety and things like that. And so, you know, we want to be obviously, you know, help you as listeners, all of our listeners here to know that there are other options and there's a million options within the whole senior living world. (laughs) So, um, Deanne, is it typically seniors themselves or family members that actually come to you, you know, to a senior living community and want to want more information? Where do you find mostly? Yes. Well, uh, we do have a lot of the seniors themselves or the prospective resident making the initial contact, especially for mm-hmm. an independent living or the or campus style communities that have a lot of options in one place. And um, for the ones that are more kind of need or care based, we find that it is predominantly um, a family member who is making those initial inquiries and trying to help Mm -hmm. advise their loved one. And I I think, you know, if I could offer a suggestion about, you know, talking to your loved one, if you find yourself in this situation, which I have, as humans, it's human nature. We don't want to hear the negative. We don't want to hear what we can't do anymore, right? We want to focus on right. what we can do and, you know, take uh, control of that. And so in talking to your person that you're very concerned about and, you know, may have very legitimate reasons for being worried about them living on their own, mm-hmm. I think we need to talk to them in the positive in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, what what is it you're looking forward to? What what is it that you want to do that maybe you can't do right now? What mm-hmm. is it that mm-hmm. you know? How do you see yourself living out this next phase of your life? And just focus on kind of what can be attained rather than what can right. be lost. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the other thing that I encourage families to do is when you engage your senior loved one, um, give them time to to prepare for that kind of conversation. Um, I think just springing something on a senior loved one saying, you know, we're concerned about you and everybody's showing up like an intervention 
doesn't mm-hmm. ever never goes over well. <laughs> it's better no. to, to say, you know, mom, I know that you fell last week and I'm a little concerned about, you know, some situations. And, you know, I've been doing some research and I'd like to sit down with you maybe next week and talk about some options for your safety and and allow them a part to be a part of that dialogue but again you're giving them an opportunity to digest what you said to come forward with an with options and realizing that nobody's going to make a decision nobody's going to make a decision without them being you know on board and that's the thing i think that helps a senior adjust to a change wouldn't you agree with that yes that's a great idea and uh, the other thing I think people can consider, too, is really just going about it um, in a question format, you know, mom or dad, you know, how how are you doing? How, you know, what is it like living here on your yeah. own? Or what, what is it, you know, uh, what is it you might, that might make it better for you, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. and kind of help them come to the conclusion of what you've sure. already come to that that person very good um, point. can, can be very, you know, open-minded and truly engaged rather than, mm-hmm. you know, no one wants to be told what to do. Yeah. And I think really what this is all about is I did everything wrong when I was helping my mother, because what I did is I had it all worked out and I went stepped into my alpha female personality and I basically told her that, you know, I got it all fixed, mom, everything's done. Well, that went over like a lead balloon. Right? <laughs> so my, my encouragement to our families today is realize that if you're the son or the daughter, you need to stay the son or the daughter, help them come to a wonderful opportunity and approach this conversation of, you know, I've been, working on your behalf, mom, I've been looking some resources and I'd like to share them with you so that we can, you know, we can come together in a conclusion and realizing that they, you know, that is the key with all of this, obviously, is making sure that they're a collaborative part. And I, and I'm hope I'm so glad that you guys are absolutely, you know, that's your, that's what you encourage. Is that correct, Deanne? Yes, that's well stated, and and I know that everyone who's had this experience with their, uh, typically their parents or another family member, has only the best intentions, Mm -hmm. uh, but Mm -hmm. does find this, you know, really challenging to deal with. Yes, and so obviously, um, if if you're interested in helping your senior loved one, there's communities to check out, there's different types of of, um, areas to look at, Deanne, and um, how do people reach you? Yes, I would suggest going to SeniorsBetterTogether.com. There is information there. There's uh, brief, there's peer-to-peer quotes, uh, people who have made this choice already, uh, both residents and family members who participated in the decision. And I think that's really powerful. This isn't just information we made up. This is real information mm-hmm. from real people. And we have some uh, Q&A areas of the website. Uh, We also have some links um, from our community partners and sponsors that also have reliable resources for you. So Mm -hmm. uh, go to the website or you can email us at info at seniorsbettertogether.com. And, of course, check out our Facebook page where we really want to encourage um, 
active communication and engagement with consumers in, in search. Well, and that's very important, I think, uh, to make sure that you guys, that our families have full information. And we look forward to, again, Deanne coming back. And Deanne, we're going to talk a little bit about, obviously, families have concerns today, especially with the, you know, the climate the way it is. And so let's talk about that. Talk about a little bit about how the pandemic has impacted senior living and how um, you guys can still thrive in a senior living community. And Deanne will be right back right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.